Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Hello, hello, hello. How are you today? I hope your answer is fantastic and you're having an amazing summer. All right. So April, May, June of 2019, we are doing college graduation 2019, but everything we're talking about goes for all of you guys out there. I recently was reached out to by someone who was at my age (laughs) and she was getting a ton of value out of the podcast. So no matter what age you are, you need this stuff. So we've covered all the marketing documents in April, resume, LinkedIn profile, cover letter. In May, we covered networking and this month we're doing various aspects of the interview based on the questions that I get the most questions about relative to the interview. So last week we did the tell me about yourself question. If you haven't heard that one, be sure and give a listen because there's great content in there on how to answer that question, how to approach it. Today we're going to do the strengths and weaknesses interview questions. And this weakness question is probably the number one question that I get questions about. So let's start with the tell me about your greatest strengths question. And I want to keep, I want you to keep a couple things in mind as you formulate your answer. Tell me about your greatest strengths. The number one is you need to incorporate your personal brand as you answer this question. This is really what this question is. What are, what are your brand attributes? So if you haven't done personal branding work, it is essential that you do so, that you get really clear on what you bring to the table and that you can articulate that clearly in the interview. And then number two, you need to know the requirements of the job. So the way that I always ask the strengths question as I am prepping my clients is I say, what are your greatest strengths relative to this position and how will you use them should you get the job? So not only am I asking them to know their strengths, I'm making sure that they're tying it into the job, right? So one of my greatest strengths, for example, might be my ability to decorate my home in a way that makes people feel really welcomed and comfortable when they come over. But that's not relative or relevant to the job that I'm applying for unless I want to be an interior decorator or maybe I want to be a furniture salesperson. So that is not a relevant skill or strength that I would want to talk about in the interview. What I want you to keep in mind is that it's not that you're going to have different strengths for each job. Your strengths are your strengths. It's just which ones are you going to emphasize or maybe how you emphasize them relative to the position. So one of the things that I often say when I'm doing interview coaching is knowledge is power. So the more that you know about the company, the more that you know about the specific job, the more you know about the potential boss, the more you know about the industry, the more you know about the department you'd be working in, the more powerfully you can answer these questions. So let's talk about these kind of relative strengths, right? So let's say that they're, let's say you're in financial, you're an accountant, right? And you apply to a CPA firm and one of the job requirements that it says in there is that you will be meeting with clients frequently and, you know, kind of whining and dining them. And maybe you'll be cultivating relationships with new potential clients. So if you have a skill of customer service, then you're going to kind of say, okay, I'm, I'm really strong in customer service. And 
and that is very relative to that position. Maybe there's another accounting position where you're really in the back office, you're doing, you know, just doing strict accounting work, you're not really interacting with anybody outside of the department, you might not need to mention those customer service skills quite so much. And the other thing that I want you to do as you talk about each of your strengths is I recommend that you provide a CAR story to illustrate. CAR is an acronym that stands for Challenge Action Result. And we're going to be going over these a lot, as, especially as we go into next week and we talk about the behavioral interview. But you want to give them a story. So, you know, I have three strengths relative to this position, and they are blah, blah, and blah, A, B, and C. I think that the best illustration of strength A is car story. I think my B strength is best illustrated by car story, and then C, car story. So you're giving them what the challenge was, the action, the result. And if you're not clear on how to do that, I'm going to really cover that next week in the behavioral interview because that's, that's all of what the behavioral interview is about. So you want to give a story. So if you're going to tell them that your greatest strengths are your organizational skills, your ability to um, rally a team, and your ability to bring in new business, then you're going to want to give a car story relative to each of those and there's two reasons that I love car stories, um, even when the, the question isn't specifically posed as a behavioral question. So what I mean by that, when the question is worded as a behavioral question, you have to give them a story. Tell me about a time when, tell me about a situation when, you've got to give them a story. But this is an example with your strengths of where you weren't specifically asked to give examples. But I want you to do it anyway, because number one, you're going to prove your point more effectively. You're going to really drive home that point. So if you're saying your organizational skills are top-notch, that, that it's car story that you give them will illustrate that. The second thing that a story will do is you will be remembered by your stories. I can remember people I've interviewed from 20 years ago, and I remember nothing about them other than the story that they told in the interview. So they're going to remember you and kind of attach you to your stories. It's how our... That's sort of how our brains work. All right, so that's the strengths question. Now let's talk about the weakness question, which for most people is more of a challenge. The way I like to ask the question is, what is your greatest weakness relative to this position, and how will you address it should you get the job? Just as with the strengths question, you've got to know what are the requirements of this job. So if there was not a job position posted, if you got a job interview for a position, but they haven't posted the job anywhere, great, but you want to make sure that you ask them for that job interview or that job um, announcement or something that you can use to prepare. Otherwise, how the heck do you know what it is you're preparing for? It, it's, it's like shooting in the dark. You're just, you know, winging it basically. So with the weakness question, this is your chance to address the elephant in the room. We have a tendency as candidates to think that everyone else applying for the job is the perfect candidate except for us. And we're the only ones who have less than the number of years of, of experience that the position requires, or we don't have a certain software experience, or we haven't worked in a certain industry or had a certain job title, and everybody else has. And the fact of the matter is, it's not true. There are no perfect candidates. But if there's a clear difference between what they were asking for in the job description and what you bring to the table, this weakness question is your chance to address the elephant in the room. So let's give an example here. 
let's say that the job description calls for five years of experience in whatever it is, and you only have four years of experience in that area. I think what's really important to keep in mind, as I said earlier, first of all, you're not the perfect candidate and there are no other perfect candidates. So don't go in with a mindset of I'm the only one who has anything, you know, lacking in my in my qualities. The second thing to know is that you're in the interview and I th- in the interview and I think that that's a point that many candidates miss. Oh wait, they liked me well enough to get me in here, so I must have a lot of what they're looking for. That is not to say they're not concerned about the fact that I don't have the 5 years of experience they're asking for, but obviously they saw enough good in me to want to interview me. So again, this is your chance to say, well, based on the position description, as I read it, I think that the biggest uh, weakness that I bring is that I'm, I only have four years of experience in this area, whereas your job description asks for five. However, I also have a master's degree. However, I also have this other experience in a related area. However, I do have a certification in this area that many of the candidates won't have or specialized training in that area that other candidates might not have. So what is it that you can offer up that kind of cancels that concern out in their mind? So let's think about it being a software software package. So you haven't worked with the exact software that they are looking for. But what is similar? Do your homework. If you've never heard of the software, maybe it's proprietary to them and you would never have been able to work with it unless you had worked at that company. What have you worked with that's similar to it? Do your homework. Have you demonstrated the ability to pick up software quickly no matter what it is? What is the next best thing that you can offer them that will ally any fears they might have about that qualification that you're lacking? Now, another thing that's super important to keep in mind when answering the weakness question is that it cannot be a mission-critical weakness. What do I mean by that? So here are some examples. If you are applying for a position as an administrative assistant and you say that your greatest weakness is your lack of organizational skills, that would be mission-critical. If you are an accountant who says that your greatest weakness is numbers, you're, you, know, you just can't get your numbers laid out right and you know, you're dyslexic with numbers, that's a mission-critical weakness. If you are applying for a position as a teacher and you say that your greatest weakness is classroom management, promise you they will not hire you. So it may be that you struggle with these things. These are not your strengths. But for goodness sake, don't give them as your greatest weakness in the interview because they are mission-critical and you will automatically be excluded from the candidate pool. The other thing about weaknesses, and this is one that that a lot of, I think, particularly entry-level candidates want to do, is they want to give a weakness that isn't really a weakness. And I cannot discourage this strongly enough because what I promise you it will elicit is an eye roll. If it's not a visual eye roll from the interviewer, they will mentally be rolling their eyes. Oh, here we go again. So what do I mean? Like, oh, I'm just so dedicated and I work really long hours and I'm such a perfectionist. I always, you know, strive to provide the best product. Now, there are times when those might actually be the best answer for you to give. For example, you might say, well, if you'd have asked me, you know, six months ago, I would have said it was probably my habit for perfectionism. And I recognized that that was really holding me back. You know, maybe give them an example of when it held you back and say, so I got this amazing book, give them the title of the book, 
And they had me do these exercises for 30 days to really be comfortable with putting out, you know, B plus work or whatever the book said. And because of that, X, Y, and Z have happened. So I'm not saying that the perfectionist thing might not be a good answer for you. What I'm saying is when you give it as an answer because you want to sound good, it's going to come across as being um, inauthentic and, oh, he's trying to impress us. He's trying to give us a, a, a weakness that isn't really a weakness, and it will not go over well. So the bottom line with these weaknesses is that you want to be honest, but not brutally honest. So I'll, my favorite example of this, when I was uh, interviewing, this is back in my days when I worked for a now defunct uh, drugstore chain, I was interviewing for entry-level managers. Now, keep in mind that the, uh, assist, the assistant manager position that I was interviewing for, this was on a college campus, Campus, the position was like a 60-hour work week, 60 to 80 hours. So it's pretty, you know, it's retail management. And I said to him, what is your greatest weakness? And he said, well, my greatest weakness is I cannot come to work when I'm tired. So I call into work sick, and I don't, I sound like I'm sick because I'm so tired, I sleep all day, and then the next day I come to work because I feel great. Well, you, clearly he didn't get the job. So it can't be that kind of mission critical. I remember interviewing someone one time for a position that was federally funded, and if you know anything about federal funding, there is a fair amount of paperwork and records keeping that must go with it. And his response to me was, well, I think my greatest weakness would be with this job would be that I, I do not like keeping records and you're going to really have to stay on me to get these done. And I, I will turn them in, but it will be at the last minute and you'll really have to kind of, you know, keep reminding me. Can you imagine what that would be like to work with? Of course he didn't get the job. So I hope this has helped you with how to approach your greatest strengths question, which should be based on your brand and the requirements of the job. And then your weakness question, it should be a, weak, a genuine weakness relative to the position. Talk about how you would address it should you get the job. What are some strategies? How, you know, is there a certain kind of training that you would want? Would you want to meet with the boss on a monthly basis about this thing? Is there, um, you know, some kind of certification that you're going to want to take? It's really useful to have kind of mapped out how you would like to resolve that problem. Even if they don't ask you that specifically, tell them how you will address the question should you get the job. Make sure that it's a legitimate weakness but not a mission-critical weakness. So I hope this has helped. Again, next week we're going to talk about the behavioral interview, and that is really going to, um, wow, cover all the bases of that really important behavioral interview, which is what most people are doing these days. As always, I want to be your interview coach, so shoot me a question. You can get to me in so many ways. Many of you are finding me on LinkedIn, Lisa Edwards, L-E-S-A. I encourage you to connect with me. Tell me, hey, Lisa, I'm listening to your podcast and I love it. I would also love it for you to connect with me on my business uh, Facebook page, Exclusive Career Coaching. You can find me on Instagram at Lisa, L-E-S-A dot Edwards. Uh, you can find me on YouTube, same name. I have lots of instructional videos on there about all things uh, career management. And I would love for you to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. So many of you are reaching out and telling me that you're loving it. So hook me up with a good review. Would love it. Talk to you next week.
You've been listening to the Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach, so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.